0: The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare. One of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in
1: Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now, D. Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, of course, we are here giving you fantastic advice from fantastic experts in the area and it continues today as we talk uh, once again to Ted Schubel. We have brought together the COVID team back reunited. Uh, yeah, you know, we uh, try every single time we uh, we bring back a COVID show here on the Sunday show to uh, give you the regional updates and tell you what's going on. And at the beginning of the year, uh, especially in the spring, we were hoping we would not have to have the COVID team uh, not around for the long. holidays. Yeah,
2: But uh, here we are. It's a funny time, Dee, because the numbers last week, really the last couple of weeks, have just started to... Get very high. I mean, higher than they have been at all, and that's saying something. Considering you know what we started with.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people I think are confused. You know about uh, different states having different things going on, mm-hmm. and the numbers in in different areas uh, being really high. Our numbers here in our area have been fairly steady and in 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 a, in, a, in a good way, and then we started to see the spike.
2: We're going we're going up, and and really the the hospitalization numbers around thirty and the. And that's kind of been pretty steady with that. But the, uh, the, the the concern has been just the number of cases. It's been a pretty high number and the positivity rate. Uh, they always say below 10 is good. And I think statewide, we're at about seven. In this area, we're almost at 10. Yes. And so that's the concern right there.
1: That's where you see the red flags going up with our officials. That's where you see the governor coming in and saying we need to tighten the restrictions a bit. And, and that is for our safety. Of course, as we uh, start this week's show, we want to say and we want to remind you there are steps that we can all take um, wear a mask mm-hmm. be socially distant wash your hands wash your hands wash your hands uh, mm-hmm. we can't say that enough but I also wanted to start off with uh, with this letter we've got this posted on our Facebook page if you want to check it out it's actually a very good reminder um, yeah. and it's something to check out at b1015fm on Facebook now this letter is coming from the uh, dr. Joseph Saida, mm-hmm. uh from the Virginia Department of Health Health, Rappahannock Area Health District. He is uh, an incident commander, a COVID incident commander. You'd never want that title, uh, but he has it. And he's actually put out some very good reminders for us as we get into this holiday season, this week especially.
2: When I saw it on Facebook, it kind of jumps out at you just because, you know, it's kind of like a letter to the community. And it's like, uh oh, mm-hmm. and and these are good because last week the health director in the uh, Rapidan region, which is called Pepper Orange and year, that area, he came out with one, and his kind of got your attention because basically it was the the whole letter was about we're all really tired. Yeah, health professionals, this is really tiring for us. We're wearing out. This is a seven day a week thing. in some cases, and so that kind of got your attention, and then Joe Saida came out with one yesterday, and it catches your attention. It
1: really does, and there's a lot of good stuff in in the letter, and it's very important, like I said, important reminders, but in that vein, I I wanted to mention a couple of things from that. Uh, One of the things that really highlights what we were just talking about um, that uh, Dr. Saida said, we must not allow complacency to set in. We have a responsibility to uh, help protect ourselves and others in our community nationwide. COVID-19 continues to spread in some areas and surge. Those who are not wearing masks are, who are in close contact with others, are accelerating the spread of the virus, and there are serious consequences. And and that is just the truth of the matter. It really is. And so, as we get into the uh, Thanksgiving holiday week, it's important to see what some of our area is doing, what some of the restrictions are and of course to pass that message along um, hand sanitizer important you got to make sure it's got 60 percent alcohol at least Mm -hmm. you know uh, know what you're you're getting there's so many hand sanitizers out there now yeah you know so many masks out there now you've got to make sure you're getting a good one Mm -hmm. you know these things are very very important we also saw of course uh, some tighter restrictions in areas around us like in our neighboring areas you know dc has tighter restrictions maryland has tighter restrictions the governor when he came out uh this past week was talking about 10 pm alcohol sales that's that's the cutoff there um so these things are tightening in our areas and then we also have been talking about some of the uh, area museums that's kind of a i think a good indication to know when the area museums are shutting down or saying hey we're closing temporarily even the marine corps yeah even though they were open over the weekend this past weekend uh, starting tomorrow they they are going to be closed to the public. So it's it's stuff like that that I think does confuse the public in some way because it's like oh well what are we allowed to do what are we not allowed to do? It is kind of on an area by area basis.
2: Yeah, you have you you, you do have to kind of pay attention. I think we all were kind of surprised week ago Friday when the governor came out in in uh, you, you know reduced the limit the the, the the 25 person limit for for gatherings. And it was interesting this uh, this past week when he uh, did have a press conference and, and, and talked about it. He talked about what made his kind of led him to make that decision because he had said earlier a couple of weeks ago, "Not gonna, not we're not gonna doing anything." Anything I know. Well, that changed, and, and he explained it. It's kind of it's it, it was kind of interesting.
3: Question is about the decision making. Why we decided Friday morning? You know, I meet uh, every day either in person. Uh, with our health care team, Secretary Kerry, uh, Dr. Oliver, Commissioner of Health. We look at the data, uh, we look at uh, where the spread is, where the hot spots in Virginia are. We talk to our tracers uh, where, uh, where the cases are occurring uh, throughout Virginia. Um, and so that's a, a daily process. Um, I actually asked uh, for a meeting on Friday morning to go over the data. Uh, statewide, positivity rates, incident rates, um, and uh, listening to that data Friday morning and and then also just knowing of the spread that we're seeing in Virginia seeing across this uh, country and really I will tell you I mean you asked a question I'll tell you uh, what what really affected me is, is seeing mobile morgues outside of hospitals because there's no place to put the dead we don't need that to happen in Virginia and so Uh, I follow the data every day. Uh, I made that decision Friday morning. Uh, We made the announcement. I wanted to make sure that Virginia knew what we were going to do, that they would have a couple of days to prepare. This went into effect Monday morning uh, at 12.01. An EO was put out later that afternoon, and uh, here we are. So uh, all options are on the table. We will continue to follow the data. Uh, As you know, we have Thanksgiving coming up, we have the flu season coming up. Um, If Virginians will do the right thing, and by the way, this is in your hands, Virginia. You know what to do, and if we do the right thing, uh, we will keep those numbers down, we'll keep the curve flat, uh, and we'll be able to move forward uh, and await anxiously the vaccination and as soon as we can get back to near normal
1: big words from the governor and and really i mean you can tell in the cadence of his voice how important this is yeah. and how important it continues to be and and that that struck me too seeing these mobile morgues outside of hospitals and You know not enough room and Mm -hmm. and you're right you know he's right we don't need that here if we can avoid it let's avoid it that has been a big question what do we do for Thanksgiving how do we handle um, how many people we were gonna have to our house or where we were gonna go and the governor did have some thoughts on that as
3: well we do not want to see the situation here in Virginia get worse so while we're doing well compared to other states we are also seeing greater spread of this virus and while 2020 has been a very tough and challenging year and those challenges are not over we can be grateful for where we are and how far we have come together. But I ask you Virginia to think hard about how you celebrate this holiday. Consider the risk not just to yourself but to your family and to your loved ones. We all want to be together to have our traditions, to celebrate something with people that we deeply care about. I know there have been few enough celebrations this year. We think of Thanksgiving as a time of family and of love, and maybe some football. But this year, staying home is an act of love, too. Protecting the people you care about Protecting your neighbors and community, even protecting strangers, is an act of love. So please think about your holiday plans and the risk. Eat outside if you can. Have a smaller gathering. Hold a virtual Thanksgiving. Zoom is making it easier for people to get online for Thanksgiving by lifting its time limits for this purpose, and that's great. Do your Black Friday shopping online. College students need to be very careful and thoughtful about how and whether to go home for the holiday. Follow your institution's guidance. Be kind, please, to the retail workers, the grocery workers, the essential staff, and especially our health care workers. If you feel sick, please stay home. If you think you need a test, get a test and stay home while you wait for the results. And do what we all know works. You've heard me say this a number of times, please wash your hands, wear a mask, avoid large gatherings, and download COVIDWISE, our health department's app that will notify you if you've potentially been exposed to someone who tested positive. So let's all act together to make sure that next year, everybody everybody that we love is at that thanksgiving table
2: it's gonna be a different thanksgiving obviously for for a lot of us but uh i liked when he you know not getting together in a lot of ways is an act of love
4: oh
1: absolutely and i'm really glad he brought up being kind to workers yes i'm really i mean you know yes. that's something that i think we were all very strong about and and very good about at the beginning of this and and again but we're all tired that's gotten tired uh, you know you, you you've got you've gotten to the point where you're like oh with the plexiglass up and the masks <laughs> and the this and the that mm-hmm. and you do have to remember that these workers at the grocery stores at the retail places they they are coming into contact with people on a constant basis. Constant. So, you know, being kind to them is is something I I don't know. I just think it's a fantastic reminder. Yeah. One of the areas where we have all felt a little light at the end of the tunnel is all of this talk about the vaccines. That's been, I think, good conversation. I think that's given people a little bit of hope, and hopefully as we get into the the holiday this week, it'll give you more hope to do the things that we need to do uh the virginia health commissioner uh dr norm oliver said they've identified 14 sites for ultra cold storage for the vaccines um, a limited supply should arrive mid december and would go to healthcare workers first are you still hearing the same still hearing hearing
2: the same and i know the rat Panic health district is already purchasing freezers that can go to that can store it because the, the the um what one of the vaccines it's got to be 91 below zero it's the Pfizer vaccine, Pfizer right? vaccine. Yeah. yeah it was Pfizer couldn't remember which one the uh but they, they're already purchasing all of that and starting to to work on it so yeah that that's that's going on behind the scenes and we're going to hear more and more about that but they they are all about this and all on it and I know uh, Dr. Bonds with the Rappahannock Area Health District thinks that uh, perhaps by February it may be available to a lot of us.
1: Which, again, I think is light at the end of the tunnel.
2: That is light at the end of the tunnel. So just – but before we get to the tunnel, we've got to keep doing these things. And it's hard this time of year. It certainly is.
1: Oh, gosh, yes. But and, and when you're already tired of the restrictions, you know, it is. It's even harder when you had plans and you have to change plans or adjust plans. We had to change plans in our family. You've had to change plans mm-hmm. in your family. It, it's affecting us all. And I, and I also like the fact that he reminded everyone, if you need to get a test – before doing something go get a test go get a test you know I've had to get a couple of tests this year Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 not the most pleasant thing in the world but it does give you a sense of I'm protecting myself and the people I work with, or the people I'm going to be around.
2: It's and, and we're we're we're, we're going to talk. I know in the in the next segment just about the the problem and in, in some the the numbers are where they're at in in large degree because we're not we can't be outside as much anymore. That's very true. So, but now there's there is rain in the forecast, but it is supposed to be pretty mild come Thursday. So there is a chance that uh, you know maybe you can eat out or you know eat outside or be outside some if, if you do have people over
1: at the least one of the things that that we're going to do even if we cannot eat outside we're going to be opening all the windows in the house yeah you know let's just mm-hmm. get the airflow yeah. all the way through the house and, and you will
2: get to do that this wearing the mask Thursday. as much
1: as you can you know mm-hmm. when you're not <clears throat> when you're not eating so important uh so we're going to talk a little bit more about the numbers about how the virus spreads about some of the new information that we have on that as we continue the sunday show coming up after this break
5: Emergencies don't wait for pandemics to pass. In this time of uncertainty, you can be assured your health and safety are our top priority. From physical distancing to special screenings, we're taking all necessary COVID-19 precautions for your safety. Putting off treatment can cause serious complications and have long-term negative effects on your health. With three locations in Fredericksburg, Stafford and Spotsylvania, the emergency department teams at Mary Washington HealthCare are here for you. Our board-certified, emergency physicians and emergency trained staff are ready to intervene, treat and advise you in the safest and timeliest way. If you are uncertain about your symptoms, you can call the nurse line at 540-741-3737. If you are experiencing life threatening symptoms, dial 911. For more information, go to emergency.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.
0: Now, back to Sunday mornings of D. Daniels on D101.5.
1: Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to the show. We have brought the COVID team back together for the Sunday show. And of course, uh, we continue to give you updates on what's going on in our region as we continue to see the numbers go up in our region and uh, giving you reminders that as the numbers go up and as we approach the Thanksgiving holiday this week, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to you you and yours. Absolutely. But we want you to be safe and we want to remind everyone and we remind ourselves on a daily basis to wear a mask, to uh, be social socially distant from others to wash your hands frequently and the cdc has uh come out with some information this past week as as all of our area uh, uh officials have done the same thing but the cdc and others estimating that um more than 50 percent of all infections are transmitted from people who are not exhibiting symptoms
2: so that's, that's what's scary that is guess.
1: scary it's it's all sort of like gray and in the dark and you don't know if somebody has it and sometimes they have no idea that they have yeah, it. Yeah, because
2: if you have it, you know, you come in and you're coughing and you're telling me, man, I can't taste this cough drop. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you have it. And I'm like, I'm getting out of the building. Exactly. But you you and I could be talking and one of us has it and we both feel fine.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's different in every area. And I know that that's a, another thing that I think make makes people tired and not know what to do sometimes because mm-hmm. it's it is every state is different every every area is different as far as what they're experiencing with the numbers um at least 24 hospital leaders uh, according to the american hospital association said they're having staffing shortages that's not something we're experiencing right here right in our area uh locally in yeah. the fredericksburg region we're not experiencing a staffing shortage we're not experiencing a bed shortage. We're not overrun at the hospital. So while we are, you may see that on the news, on the national news, that's not necessarily what's exactly going on here, but our numbers are going up here.
2: Yeah, that's when when the health district puts out numbers and you see new cases like 60, 70, 80, 90 new cases each day that's something we have not seen because generally generally from about may until just recently the, the new case count in this area was usually in the teens right so that's why these that's why these numbers that's why you're seeing like you know we said the kind of the letter to the community from Joe Saida and why why we're hearing what we're hearing going back to what we you know when the governor talked about um, how to celebrate Thanksgiving. Dr. Denise Bonds is the our area acting health director, and she's been making her way around and in, 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 in talking to boards of supervisors.
1: I really like what she's had to say about everything. She since is. she's been talking to her, I, I feel like she really does have a really good handle on on how to communicate about. She
2: yes, she does, and she's she's very direct ab- about things. She talked about Thanksgiving, and she talked about the difficulty that she's going to experience this year with her own thanksgiving
6: this is a real challenge for individuals it's certainly one for my family thanksgiving is my favorite holiday and we have canceled our holiday celebration or certainly we're going to do it by zoom instead Um, people want to gather people haven't seen their relatives in quite some time and what happens is that we have individuals that are perhaps out in more public facing positions like i am coming uh, and gathering with higher risk relatives Uh, and infecting them inadvertently, bringing along an unwelcome friend to the holiday celebration, as it were. So we're really discouraging that. If you do want to go um, and visit family and relatives over the holidays, we really encourage people to think about quarantining themselves to the degree that they can for 14 days before. Consider getting tested before they go. And really trying to practice as safe of practices when they're at their family gatherings as they can. Eat outdoors if the weather's nice. It's not so great today, but it was lovely a week ago. Um, Wearing a cloth face covering. Trying not to gather in close quarters. Keeping that distance.
2: I had somebody tell me D the other day that what they're going to do for Thanksgiving is have two Thanksgivings with with one group yeah. with a few with a few family members on Thursday and another on Friday.
1: We're doing the same thing and we had hoped this year, you know, earlier in the year, we had hoped to have it all together in yeah. a bigger actually gathering than we have in the past uh, because it's if you need it this year this is the year you need it but as the time went along and we saw the numbers go up we did adjust that and Mm -hmm. we decided we were going to do exactly that we're going to have two different thanksgivings one on thanksgiving day one on another day you know just adjusting things like that even i think will help because this isn't an all or nothing situation you know she was uh, dr bonds was talking about um you know uh, being able to say if you can quarantine yourself do so if you can that that's fantastic. If you can't because, you know, of your job restrictions or whatever the case may be, not everybody can do that. So it's not all or nothing. It's what can you do? Let's yeah. at least do those things.
2: And when you get together you don't all sit around a big table, like, you know, the, the the picture of all of us around the table together, we hold hands. It's not a painting.
1: We're not... <laughs> no, we don't do that now.
2: So, you know, you eat in different rooms yes. or you just, you move everybody apart and, and do what you can. Card tables, I'm sure, are going to be very popular. Oh,
1: absolutely. If you've got that extra table, you yeah, know, move something into a different room. Or
2: you use the, you use the footstool yes. to, to sit and put your plate on.
1: Whatever works. Works to make this a little bit safer, uh, we should adjust. She also had some thoughts on how the, how the virus spreads.
6: The biggest place is um, gatherings. So people going indoors to places like bars or eating in crowded restaurants. Um, and then the next would be uh, the type of gathering where you are with a whole bunch of people that you know and you feel safe, but they're not really in your bubble. Um, so a wedding, particularly once alcohol gets involved, people go with the very best intentions, um, and then they have you know a drink or two or three, and pretty soon it's you know hugging and dancing on the tables, <laughs> and and once you do that, you know then you're suddenly not six feet apart and you're not wearing your mask, where we're not seeing it is we're not seeing huge outbreaks in schools you can actually go and look and there are there have been scattered ones but for the most part when people are in a school setting they they actually conform to all of the guidelines that we met schools are are pretty good about monitoring kids as they come into the school setting and having them wear masks and having the desks set apart um, decompressing by having hybrid schedules so we're not seeing it there Um, I have seen outbreaks uh, from soccer, kids playing soccer together. Um, You know, they sit close together on the benches uh, or they ride in the same car together. Uh, And then one of them had a case and didn't know it and pretty soon we have an outbreak um, going on. The funeral outbreak that I mentioned earlier um, is another classic one. Um, We occasional workplace, um, particularly people who are working in um, either front-facing or, more commonly, um, people who are doing the right thing when they're out facing the public, but then they go and have lunch with their colleagues in the back, and they sit at the same table, and they take all their protective gear off, and pretty soon we have four people out with COVID because they infected each other.
2: It's so easy. It's so easy. You always have to be on guard, and all it takes is just one something like that. I I think I'll go back and, you know,
1: in the break room. Yeah, I'll I'll have have lunch. lunch. I haven't seen
2: anybody today. Absolutely. All of a sudden, you know, all your it's all it's just it's 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 just so insidious the way it it does it spreads and
1: you're right that's what makes it scarier and that's what makes people um i think a little more on edge about it and we are tired of being on edge but yes at the same time um uh, this is a uh this is an important time as we as we get into the holiday season to really really remind everyone around us um we we can do some things there are some things in our control Mm -hmm. um so let's at least do those things um we had mentioned um She mentioned, actually, about talking about some of the uh, area schools. I know you've been in touch with Stafford County, uh, some of the Stafford County school officials. How, How do you sense that the school situation has been going it has at, gone well. In the hybrid for a lot of schools and things like that.
2: Every everybody's. Spotsylvania has. Uh, they they have. They've had. Uh, they've had the hybrid system for quite a while now, and it has worked well. They have the, the numbers are low. Stafford has has been. Stafford is is is, is opening up uh, slower, but uh, but Dr. Kisner the other day told us that uh, he's happy with 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 how things have gone, and and I know talking to some teachers that they have they have talked about just that they, they do feel safe in schools that um people wear their masks they're spread out they they have a good system down in in these schools so it seems to be working i know louisa has done it from the from the start of the year uh, has had a hybrid system and it's worked in louisa
1: i feel like in the school system um you know we're dealing with a very rigid structure Mm -hmm. so they are able to keep up their Cleaning routines and keep up yes. with the this is what we're doing right now, even if they change it next week and make a tighter restriction or they do whatever, they're able to keep up with those restrictions across the board in a school. Whereas we get a little lax as adults in the yeah. workplace or around in a gathering or something like that. Pumping so, gas. Exactly.
2: I was at the beginning, you know, I would wear gloves. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, t- I would make sure I went straight home, didn't touch my face, would wash my hands immediately. Then would go out and you know wipe wipe down the the wheel of the car and anything I had touched from when I got the gas now I just pumped the gas exactly and you do it's it's and that's how it's spreading
1: right and so that's a good i think reminder of like this is why it's working in the school system Mm -hmm. because they have those restrictions that they can keep up with yeah and so we should try to do the same thing where we're keeping up with the same sort of things and guidelines where you know we're, we're doing that again we're wiping it down again i i remember the same exact conversation that you and i had at the beginning of all of this back in you know march and april and we were saying when we were at the gas station okay which car did i have that's going back into my wallet or you know i need to wipe that i put it i put that in my
2: pocket take it home and wipe it down i'm not doing that now right and so we haven't done that a few weeks ago when i went to a a, a washington football game before they they're not having fans today but they had someone every quarter would walk down where you were sitting cleaning the handrails yes and it's it's those kind of things but more importantly um and and, and dr bond says i she's told area localities in the, these past couple of weeks that, that really it's the it's it, it's it's spread through the air yes. that that's the one they know so you got to wear your mask and you just you've got to just stay apart as hard as it as hard as it is we've
1: been unable in my family to avoid some uh, family tragedies and i've had to now attend two funerals um here in the last couple of weeks
2: and funerals are. mentioned are a concern exactly
1: they're a big concern and uh, one of the funerals uh was able to be outside and one of the funerals was not Mm -hmm. and because the one that was not there were other things that they did to to help with those but the seating Very limited seating, very limited amount of people that I'm sorry, very limited amount of people that could come in and in the seating, they spread everyone out. So no one was sitting beside each other. And that's those are the important things, Mm -hmm. because these are hot spots. These are hot places like a, a, a funeral or a wedding or anything that we're tired of not doing anymore. So we're doing them. Well, we have to do them with precaution we absolutely have yeah to.
2: If, if these these numbers we we don't want to see them keep climbing and then we have to have another one of these shows with the governor talking about here are the new restrictions we're back in phase two
1: and we don't want to have our area health officials come to us and say well now we've had to set up a mobile morgue yeah we, of, we went know, through here.
2: that before it wasn't needed and we don't want to even have to no. have Mary Washington look at that again and say well we got the blueprint for it let's put it back into action we We don't want that
1: we don't want that at all if at all possible and I would invite all of you to go to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel to check out some of the uh, things that we have posted there at B1015 FM some really good things that um, will I think give you an idea like if you missed what the governor said or if you missed some of the uh, area school officials talking about uh, what they're doing and why they're doing it some really Really good stuff including there's a really good video posted by uh tanisha allen a stafford supervisor and this is this is interesting because her perspective comes from a place where she actually she actually had covid
2: it was so interesting because i can remember a couple of the meetings she never said until afterwards that she'd had it but she was she was definitely was she was on the phone, and definitely not feeling well and coughing the cough I just remember was just so it was just such a deep, she was having trouble breathing. And so yes, it was uh, it it, it was a difficult time for her.
4: Uh, As we approach the holiday season, please make sure you follow the CDC guidelines regarding COVID. Our numbers are rising holiday season is a perfect time to, to get caught up in the moment and forget that COVID exists. I am the only board member that that not only has battled COVID for a few months, but the only member that works in the hospital, and I have seen the effects of COVID, from lung transplants to attempted suicide to death. I can go on and on. And these patients weren't just elderly or those that were already sick and compromised. The good news we heard this week is that there's two vaccines that are in the pipeline for administration. But I. Caution you all not to throw caution to the wind and think because the vaccines are going to be administered soon that we no longer need to follow CDC guidelines. Um, Do not let this news uh, and the holiday season make you lax in your judgment. Wear a mask, proper hygiene, social distance, and hopefully 2021 will be be in a different uh, circumstance. Thank you important words there mm-hmm. and coming from someone who knows
2: yeah she's she she suffered with it we we we, we talk about it but it, it, it hasn't been it hasn't been that real to us right yet
1: exactly yet is the key word um and and i just as we uh wrap things up i uh, want to remind you you can see a lot of these videos on our on our youtube at b1015fm and i wanted to mention um kind of to tie things back around uh here at the end of the show the letter from the COVID-19 incident commander, public health advisor, Virginia Department of Health, Rappahannock Area District, um, uh, Rappahannock Area Health District, Joseph, Dr. Joseph Saida. Really great letter. This is actually something if you wanted to repost that like on your social media as a you reminder, it, it really does not only bring the emotion behind why we should follow the guidelines but it also it has some great uh, just great reminders about why this is so important and and i just wanted to read the last thing that dr Saida said in the letter what will it take for all of us to understand that we need to protect ourselves and those around us so we can prevent the spread again we all have a responsibility to ourselves and our communities we know what to do and it's time we all take action
2: Happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe.
1: Yes, please stay safe, wear a mask, socially distant, and wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands.
0: Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D. that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings of D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5.
5: Emergencies don't wait for pandemics to pass. In this time of uncertainty, you can be assured your health and safety are our top priority. From physical distancing to special screenings, we're taking all necessary COVID-19 precautions for your safety. Putting off treatment can cause serious complications and have long-term negative effects on your health. With three locations in Fredericksburg, Stafford and Spotsylvania, the emergency department teams at Mary Washington HealthCare are here for you. Our board-certified, emergency physicians and emergency trained staff are ready to intervene, treat and advise you in the safest and timeliest way. If you are uncertain about your symptoms, you can call the nurse line at 540-741-3737. If you are experiencing life threatening symptoms, dial 911. For more information, go to emergency.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.